Hi there, this is Fiona from IELTSExamTrainingCourses.com and Members Academy. First of all, apologies. I don't know what happened to the listening yesterday, so I'm going to do the whole thing again. I, I, I'm sorry about that. So secondly, uh, the listening from yesterday, it was a request from Hardy because she's got her exam on Saturday. I'd like to wish her good luck. Good luck, Hardy. Um, and the reason she, what she requested this was that she um, tried to do this, I think, from an online test and she found it quite confusing. So before we start today, I'd just like to say that sometimes... Uh, online tests do get it wrong. Everybody makes mistakes sometimes, you know, just typing out things. I've checked a lot of them and I've realised that they're wrong. So what can you do about that? Well, first of all, don't worry. Um, if you've seen a question and you think you're right, um, you might be right. Um, sometimes um, it's just been typed out wrongly. So you might be right, but just check it out. You know, leave me a note on Facebook. I'll try and find it for you. This one comes from a book, um, one of the Cambridge practice books. It's book five. So luckily, the place where I work, it has the book. And it's a reading called Johnson's Dictionary. So Hardy was a little bit worried. I think that some of the questions just didn't make sense or the answers didn't make sense. I'm not sure. Um, so... What I'd like to just reassure you is that, you know, you'll never get these answers again, these same questions and readings again. They never use the same test twice. So the main thing is that you're practicing your skills, your reading skills and strategies and just seeing the kind of answer that could be a trick, that could be wrong and really analysing the text carefully so you get used to this kind of question. So if you get one wrong and you don't know why, you're not sure, just move on, just move on to the next one um, but please do feel free to ask me on Facebook and I'll, I'll do whatever I can to try and find the answer. So this is Johnson's Dictionary and it's a passage one. Um, it's all about a dictionary of course written by a man called Mr Johnson <laughs> or Dr Johnson. Is he Dr Johnson? Yes he's Dr Johnson. So as you can imagine, it's factual. It just gives you facts about the history, the background of the dictionary, how he wrote it, why he wrote it, and finally its importance. And the first set of questions ask you which three of the following statements are true of Johnson's dictionary. So you choose three, but there are actually one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There are eight and you have to choose three from them. So one approach to this kind of task is to just start cross going through each statement and crossing them out because they will always be located in the text, but they will be wrong. So I'm going to do that now and I'm going to tell you why they're wrong. So the first statement says that the dictionary avoided all scholarly words. So scholarly is a word which stands out and I quickly look in the text and I find scholarly. In fact, this word scholarly has got two little inverted commas around it, so it's easy to find. And honestly, that is very often the case. They often put little inverted commas like speech marks around certain answers. So when I go to the text, it says something about scholarly. And actually, when I look around that, it's at the start 
and it's talking about a previous dictionary called Cordry's Dictionary tended to concentrate on scholarly words. That's all it says. So I've located the word, I've looked around the context, I've made sure that it's not true. It did not avoid scholarly words, but scholarly words are mentioned in a different context, a different dictionary. So I've crossed that one out. The next sentence is tricky. It is tricky. And this is where, Hardy, I agree with you. It jumps around, but it's most unusual for a text to do this. This is book five. So I agree. Um, it's not in order. But I think these days everything is in order, more or less. So the reason this is not in order, it says... It was the only English dictionary in general use for 200 years. Now, if you jump forward, it says after its publication. So we're going quite forward. After its publication, the dictionary was not seriously rivaled for over a century century being 100 years, of course. So if it was not rivaled for a century, um, but this statement says it was the only English dictionary in general use for 200 years. So this gives us a clue that this statement B is also wrong. Next statement C. It was famous because of the large number of people involved. Now, when I checked this online, I, I googled this text, Johnson's Dictionary, you do find a few people who have put this, their own version of it online. And they give the answer as C, it was famous. Well, one person did. One person had the answer. It was famous because of the large number of people involved. This is wrong. This is not the right answer. It was not famous because of the large number of people involved. In fact, he planned it basically on his own and they focus on that. He didn't have any help. He didn't need an academy. He wanted to do it single-handed. Yes, he got um, um, people to help and it mentions um, copying clerks who work standing up. Yep, he was also helped by six assistants. That's fine. He got help, but there's no mention that that's why it was famous. So C is wrong. Now, you come to D and the answer in the answer book says that D is correct. This is where I have a little doubt about the book, actually, because it says for D, it focused mainly on language for, from contemporary texts. Now, when you look for that evidence in the text, it says he took... 100,000 quotations drawn from English writing on every subject, from the Elizabethans to his own time. It does not say he focused mainly on language from contemporary texts. But this answer is given as correct. I, I have to assume this might be a mistake. This might be the book the question is not written very well, but you mustn't worry about those things. I think these days the tests are carefully checked and, you know, it's one point, just move on. 
it, it's unfortunate this example i can see hardly why you were confused but i've i've read this text now a hundred times and i cannot find anything else apart from that that sentence um so the answer is d he focused mainly on language from contemporary texts Next one is E, says there was a time limit for its completion. This is an easy one because he said he was working to a deadline. Deadline is a time limit, so it's definitely E, no arguments. F says it ignored work done by previous dictionary writers. Um, it ignored work, previous dictionary writers. Well, again, that's false because it says... Um, he did not expect to achieve complete originality working to a deadline. He had to draw on the best of all previous dictionaries. So he did use other dictionaries and he, he didn't pretend otherwise. In statement G, it says it took into account subtleties of meaning. Now, when I did this with my class, they said, What's, what do subtleties mean? And... I said, you know, shades of meaning. And funnily enough, when you go to the text, <laughs> it says um, Johnson treated English very practically as a living language with many different shades of meaning. So different shades of meaning is subtleties. And funnily enough, I was doing a reading again today with my class and the word subtle came up, S-U-B-T-L, just a small difference of meaning. And it was another question in the reading, so maybe they like that word. <laughs> question H is the last one. It says its definitions were famous for their originality. And in the text, in the same paragraph as almost everything else, it says... As we've just mentioned, he did not expect to achieve complete originality. Therefore, um, no, it wasn't original. Its definitions were not famous for their originality. We can cross it off. So I do apologise for the confusion on this text. It's a mixture of the online version being wrong, the book possibly being wrong, um, but don't let that hold you back, obviously. If you're spending too much time just on one question, just move on. It's much better. You'll get more points if you spend time doing ones that you can find clearly. And so what if you lose one point? We're not aiming to get nine, are we? <laughs> OK, so I apologise again that this didn't work yesterday. Um, I'll do the second part probably now, actually. Um, and good luck to you, Hardy, and thank you for sending me this text that you wanted help with. If anybody else wants help with a text, then please come and join the Facebook group or let me know and I'll see what I can do. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Bye.